week you live in a money pit Money pit If your basement needs a pump Or your place looks like a dump You live in a money pit Money pit Pick up the telephone Fix up your home sweet home I got an 888 Money Pit Money Pit is presented by We Ship Floors and Home Advisor Now here are Tom and Leslie Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Happy summer. It is officially the first weekend of summer, everybody. So we're doing what we always do, which is help you with your home improvement projects. But now we're going to talk a lot about what's going on outside your house because outdoor living is so incredibly popular these days for all the right reasons. And whether you're building a deck, whether you're building a patio, whether you're getting your garden good to go, maybe you're starting to enjoy perhaps some of those early spring plantings from the garden. We're here to help you with those projects and so much more. But help yourself first and give us a call right now with your home improvement questions at one eight 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 Money Pit. Coming up this hour, we've all heard the warnings about what the sun can do to our skin. But what about your home? Is it possible, Leslie, that your home could become sunburned? Oh, for sure. Well, I guess in a way, yes, right? Because the UV light that comes through those windows, that can fade out furniture and floors and also raise your energy costs. So we're going to tell you about a way that you can actually shut out just the damaging rays of the sun with the push of a button. All right. I like it. Plus, today there are so many types of floors available to you. But if you'd like a floor that's beautiful, waterproof, affordable, and extremely tough, have we got a great new product for you. We're going to share all the information about that. And summer is a season when we often focus on keeping kids busy, but we also need to focus on keeping them safe because, as it turns out, summer is the most dangerous season of the year for child-aged accidents. We're going to have some smart safety tips for this potentially dangerous season just ahead. That's right. But first, we want to hear from you guys. What are you working on? How are you getting your house ready for the summer season? Whatever it is, let us lend a hand. We've been there. We've done it. We've made that mistake. We've fixed that mistake. Whatever it is, let us help you get the job done right. Give us a call right now. The number is... Is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Marty from Mississippi is on the line. He's got a brick house question. How can we help you today? Uh, yes, I've recently about five years ago. There's a house I bought that uh, has red brick with a really light white colored grout or um, mortar. And in the last five years, I've got a stress crack on each side of the house that goes between the mortar and the brick. And is there a product you can recommend or multiple products I could seal that crack up? And, and not lose the look of the brick. You know, I've seen people do it with just one solid piece of white colored more or white colored uh, caulking. It just looks terrible with a big white line. Is there something that's multicolored that would match up with the brick and the grout to make it look good? Marty, if, if the crack is that big, then you're definitely not going to use caulk. You're going to want to use mortar. So the key here, as you say, though, is to find a mortar that will color match. There's a company called uh, Davis Colors that specializes in just this they have dozens of different dyes that 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 are mixed into mortars to come up with exactly the match that you need they have pretty good distribution across the country so i would take a look at daviscolors.com daviscolors.com great i just add those colors to the existing mortar i would mix up here yes exactly or or you buy the appropriate mortar from them already mixed okay okay cool 
Well, I knew there had to be something out there. I just wasn't able to find it, so I appreciate the help. All right, well, good luck with that project. Glad that you called. Thanks so much for reaching us at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, now we've got Catherine in Arizona on the line who's dealing with an issue with sod. And Arizona's pretty darn hot, so tell us what's going on. I live, actually, in the mountains in Arizona, and so our issue is not the heat but the cold. And so what we've had happen is that we laid sod about eight years ago, and unbeknownst to us novice homeowners, it had mesh netting on the backside of the roll. And I don't know if we were supposed to remove that or something, but now the sod did not take to our climate and it uh, has died, and we would like to reseed or lay down some new sod or something like that. But in order to prepare the soil and till it and all of that, I just don't know what to do because there's this mesh netting all over the ground, and in some areas it's exposed, in some areas it isn't. But I just wondered what your advice would be. So the sod never really bit, so to speak? It never really grew through the mesh netting and, and connected with the soil below? Not. Not really. I mean, it did in some areas, but it just did not grow well for our climate. It couldn't handle the winters. It just wouldn't recover. Well, I mean, the first thing you want to do is a soil test. You can, you know, sometimes your county extension services and, and services like that will, will do the test for you or have a landscaper do the test. But you need to know what's in that soil and how to adjust the pH to get it just right to reseed. Yeah, to fertilize correctly and... Right. You know, otherwise you might not be giving it the stuff that it needs and it won't grow. Yeah, you're working blind. Now, the other thing to keep in mind is that the best time to do this is not the beginning of summer. The best time to do this is in the fall when it's a little cooler out because even if you did everything right and it started to grow, the intense heat that follows a month or two down the line will burn it out and kind of ruin all the good work that you did. So I would spend the summer getting the information that you need to kind of come up with a plan. Now, in terms of whether or not you remove the old sod or not, if it's really loose and disconnected and not really knitting and sort of sitting on top, then in that case, I would take it out and then prep the soil below. If it has connected, then I would leave it. Now, if you have sod, is it weedy? Is it also weedy, Catherine? There are lots of weeds. So it's not so much the sod that's the issue, but it's the plastic mesh netting that was on the backside of the sod roll that's there. And I just don't know, can we till with that there, or is that going to get all caught up in the tiller? I I think you probably can. I mean, in my experience, those types of backers are designed to stay there and and not be removed, and they just just sort of deteriorate naturally away. Hmm, okay. So I, I don't suspect that that would be an issue, because otherwise, how would you ever lay it down? Right, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't know what was supposed to be common, just that it hasn't degraded at all. Um, After eight years, it's still totally there. Well, here's an idea. One of the things that you could do is you could um, rent um, a seeding machine that that slices the lawn. There are machines out there that will actually slice it and and drop the seeds sort of into the slits. Mm-hmm. And that will cut through it. But really, before you do any of that, the first thing you do is do a soil test and see what's going on there. Yeah, this way you know how to feed it, how to take care of it, when it's going to want to be seeded. I mean, that will really answer a lot of questions for you. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and if the sod, if you end up deciding to leave the sod in place, and if it gets really weedy, one thing you could do is something called a Roundup restoration. You can spray Roundup right on the sod and kill the sod, and actually leave it in place. And then put the seed right up into the dead grass. It will hold it really well, and it will re-sprout, and the Roundup will not prevent the new seed from taking root. Huh. Okay. Okay. That's called a Roundup restoration. Hmm. All right. That makes sense. 
All right, Catherine, good luck with that project. Let's hope there's some more green in your future. (laughs) Yes, I hope so. Thank you. 888-666-3974. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now, you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, these days, you wouldn't even think of going in the summer sun without sunscreen. But those same UV rays can inflict damage to your house if it's not protected. We'll tell you how to do just that in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring, we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is brought to you by Sense. The Sense Smart Home Energy Monitor works like a fitness tracker, telling you what's on in your home and how much it costs, so you can save electricity and money. Learn more at Sense.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online, all for free. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Stewart in Rhode Island's got a water heating question for us. What can we do for you today? had an oil-fired hot water heater, a separate oil-fired hot water heater, separate from the oil burner. And it finally went bad after 13 years. I guess that was a good, good time period. Um, and my plumber is urging me to replace it with an electric hot water heater with a timer on it. Um, it's, it's much more uh, cheaper to do that to, than buy a, a, to replace the oil-fired hot water heater that I had. Uh, but I'm just wondering, is there any negatives to it? Well, it's a little more expensive to run than oil, but as you say, it's a lot less expensive to buy. I'm actually surprised that it only lasted 13 years because oil-fired water heaters seem to last a lot longer than standard water heaters. I mean, if you just look at the warranties, the standard water heaters, the electric water heaters, may, may have a five-year warranty on the tank, maybe a 10-year warranty on the tank. But I've found that oil-fired water heaters last 20 to 25 years on a regular basis. So the fact that it, that it failed at 13 is just plain bad luck. Um, I have nothing against the idea of you putting in an electric water heater and saving some money there as long as you are using it with a timer. Uh, it won't last probably as long as what I would have thought your oil water heater 
would have lasted, but it will save you some money. I presume your house uh, also has oil heat. Is that correct? It does. And is it hot air or hot water? It's hot air. It's hot air. Okay. Yeah, so the water heater is completely standalone. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's potential. I, I don't really have a strong feeling one way or the other. It's really personal preference. Um, but if you want to save some money, there's no problem putting, there's no reason not to put the electric water heater as long as it's sized properly and it is on a timer, because of course you only want that to run when you have to. Water heaters are dumb. They, they heat the water 24-7 whether you use it or not. So you want to make sure that it's properly insulated and, and the timer's set up so it's not running all night long when you don't really need it running. Right. Okay. Any idea how many hours I should probably have that shut off? Well, what I would do is I would shut it off kind of uh, after you're done with your evening cleaning tasks because the water will stay warm for a while. So if you like to shower and bathe at night, you know, whenever that part of the evening is done, that's when you want to shut it down. Then bring it on about an hour before you wake up in the morning. If you leave to go to work on a regular basis, you can, um, you know, turn it off while you're uh, away at work. But if you're home or you work from home and you need it during the day, you might have to skip that cycle. But the key time to have it off is in the middle of the night. Okay. Very good then. I think I'll stick with it. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, we all know the damage sun can do to your skin, but did you know that it can soar through your windows and your doors and do damage to your home? The UV rays that come through those windows and doors can fade fabric and paint. They can drive up cooling costs, and they can even whitewash wood surfaces. We've got a few tips to help prevent just that in today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Yeah, first of all, the most obvious way that you can stop UV light from getting through the window is to have shades, but that also means that you need to manage the up and the down. And let's face it, that's not always going to be a priority. you got a lot of other stuff going on at home, so you might not be like, oh, the sun, I better close that shade. Now, a better solution is to have a pro install a smart home solution that incorporates motorized shades that will automatically go up and down based on the number of hours of daylight throughout the year. Now, with a system like this, you don't even have to think about whether they're up or they're down. Plus, they can also come down at a preset time in the evening to ensure your security. I mean, it doesn't get easier than that. Now, another option to consider is window film. It could be installed by a pro, and it's a very, very thin film designed specifically to block UV rays. This will protect furnishings and even help cut cooling costs in rooms where window coverings are not an attractive option. Plus, Unlike the window films you may think of from seeing cars with darkened glass, today's window film technology can give you better protection from UV rays and be completely clear. And I got to tell you, Leslie, I use window film on my car. I had it installed by a pro. It's amazing. In the summer, it does not get that hot inside anymore. I mean, it really is beneficial, and it does so much for for you, for your furnishings, for your wall coverings, for your artwork. I mean, doing these things in your home as well as your car just keeps you guys more comfortable and maintains your investment. And that's today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area and compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Now we've got Eleanor in Virginia on the line with a decking question. How can we help you today? The question I have is we have uh, Trek decking on our for our deck, which is, and also the porch, screened in porch. But on the deck, uh, which is not uh, covered by any uh, roof or anything like that, it's all open uh, to the environment, we have um, spots on that, which are, it's a gray color decking, and we have these dark spots all over it, uh, almost kind of look like a mold 
Uh, and we do not know what is caused by. My husband has tried to use a uh, power washer with the soap that is recommended for that power washer. Also bleach with a scrub brush. Um, he has he can get it lightened, but not totally gone. And we're wondering if there's if you've ever heard of that with Trek decking and have any suggestions. Yeah, I mean some of the composite materials out there do have some wood fiber component and they will grow algae which is most likely what you're seeing now one of the treatments that we would recommend is a product called jomax j-o-m-a-x and jomax actually has a deck wash and jomax is uh, a detergent that also gets mixed with bleach gets applied to the deck you let it sit for 15 to 20 minutes and then you scrub it off the pr- I would be very careful with the power washer, except for just rinsing purposes, because too much pressure can actually ruin that deck. Now, another possibility is that those black spots are what's called artillery fungus. They kind of looks like a shotgun, kind of a pellet size. Artillery fungus is particularly difficult to get off, and one of the sources of it is mulch. Do you have mulch around your house, around your yard? Yes. Well, sometimes the the mulch that's sort of the uh, the ground mulch, the shredded bark mulch, will contain artillery fungus. And once that gets out and attaches to surfaces like decks or sometimes even cars, it's really, really difficult to get rid of it. So if that is what's going on, you we would recommend that you don't do that again. Don't put the shredded mulch back on. Only use the bark mulch that's in pieces. That seems to not have the issue. It's the shredded mulch that attracts and contains artillery fungus. I would try the Jomax deck wash and cleaner. I think you'll have better success with that than you did with straight bleach, okay? Yes. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jeremy in Pennsylvania is dealing with a leaky basement. What can we do for you? I have a finished basement uh, that has block foundation. And I have a small leak uh, that it's not a it's not pulling up water or anything like that. It just kind of causes me some moisture problems. Uh, okay. It just smells kind of musty and damp and things like that. Where's the leak? The leak is in uh, at the whenever I before I finished it, it was at the the corner of the slab and the block wall. Okay. And it, it seemed like it was coming up from underneath. Um, I sealed it, uh, I think, inadvertently with dry lock. Um, and I don't think that that necessarily did the trick. Um, and I didn't know if there was another thing that I could do without gutting the com- basement completely because I have, you know, laminate floor down and, and drywall up. Uh, if there's anything I could do from the outside. Jeremy, when does it get worse after heavy rain? Um, it has before. It, has, it hasn't gotten much worse, no. But it seems somewhat consistent with how much rainfall you get outside. Uh, correct. Yeah. Okay. So listen, the good news is there's nothing you need to do inside to fix this. The problem's outside. Um, I would suspect because this is in a corner, you may even have a downspout near that area of the house. But generally, if you have um, have a leak against a foundation wall like that, uh, it's caused more by drainage than it is by anything like a rising water table. So if you look outside the foundation in that area, you're going to probably see that you've got a blocked gutter or you have a gutter that doesn't have enough downspouts or you've got downspouts that are discharging too close to the house. When you have a moisture problem, you really want to move those spouts out four to six feet. Or perhaps you could have some grading that's too flat and not sort of allowing water to run away. That first four to six feet around the house foundation perimeter is really the most critical. And if the water is allowed to sit and collect that close to the house, 
uh, what's going to happen is uh, you're going to get that moisture come right back down into the basement. So the solution is to fix the drainage outside, and the inside will fix itself. Yeah, I think I think it's probably a combination of the two. I have a uh, gutter right there in that corner, and then I think my grating is, I think it actually comes towards the house as opposed to running away from the house. Oh, that's, that's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah, it's a recipe for a flood right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start by getting the downspout out. Just put an extension on that leader, and you may see an instant result. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Just ahead, are you thinking about upgrading your flooring? Well, we're going to tell you about a new material that's kid-proof, waterproof, pet-proof, and so tough you can hit it with a hammer and it won't even show a dent. This sounds like the perfect flooring for a household of very active young boys. <laughs> hmm, maybe it's time for a flooring project for me. Stick around, we'll tell you all about it. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. It is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, today there are many, many types of floors available. But if you like a floor that is beautiful, waterproof, affordable, and extremely tough... There's a new product we just discovered called SuperCore that is all that and more. To learn how this flooring differs from other flooring products and where its durability comes from, we're welcoming flooring expert Alan Ward from WeShipFloors.com. Welcome, Alan. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. So, Alan, we've seen different types of vinyl and composite floors before, but this SuperCore product, you've demonstrated this for me, and i got to tell you, 
I was pretty amazed by it. Let, let me tell you how Alan demonstrates flooring durability. He takes some of the traditional flooring products that are out there, and this big old hunk of lead, about half the size of a head of a sledgehammer, and he slams it into the floor, bang, 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 these pieces, and they dent like crazy. Then he takes out a piece of this product called Supercore, does the same thing, and it just bounces right off, doesn't even leave a scratch. I have never seen a product that could take that kind of punishment and not show damage. What makes this particular technology possible? Why are those products so much harder than what we're seeing on the market right now? The price you typically see on the market would be a vinyl product, like a click lock vinyl product. And to give you a little bit of a background on, on why we developed Supercore, we, we were having so many issues with click lock vinyl, like you find at some of the home centers, et cetera, that we were having so many claims, we, we just had to quit selling it. Hmm. And uh, I discovered this product about two years ago. Once I found out what it could do, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, we're bringing that to our customers. So what makes it so resilient is the product, believe it or not, is 80% limestone. So it's 80% limestone powder, huh. and uh, the binder that holds it together, the other 20% is a PVC composition. So what it does is it produces a product that's over 2,000 PSI in density. So not only is it very dense, it's also very durable. It doesn't ding and dent like other products on the market. And that also makes it bridge imperfections. So, for instance, because it's so because it's hard, uh, just say if your consumer had a, a tile floor, they wanted to do something different, they wanted to go over top of the tile, or there's never really been any options, they would have to go in and, you know, fix the grout lines and do a lot of prep work. Our product will just bridge right over those imperfections. So it's so durable and so stiff, you basically can go on top of a wide variety of, of existing floor surfaces without having to tear it up or do lots of work to try to, to uh, get it ready to cover. Yeah, so there's very, very little prep work. And not only will it, it will bridge tile grout lines, it will also bridge expansion joints and concrete. It will bridge over, just say, you know, you're on a floor space and a couple of pieces of plywood aren't quite together. It would, it would bridge over that, whereas a vinyl product in the past, anything underneath that wasn't prepped and fixed over time, you would be able to see it. Right. Yeah, it takes that shape of it. Now, because the Supercore product is so dense, how do you ship it? I mean, do you run into issues when trying to get it to the consumer? We ship everything uh, by common carrier. It comes delivered on a uh, tractor trailer with a lift gate. Now, we do have to make our pallets really small because our drivers, they they complain some because <laughs> it, it, it's a heavy product. Um <laughs> But so, yeah, so we deliver it right. We don't have stores. I mean, we have one store. We're located in Johnson City, Tennessee, and that's where we have a retail store there, and we have numerous warehouses that where we warehouse the Supercore. But we're not like anybody else. We do 100% online. So the only place you could buy it would be on WeShipFloors.com. So, and what that does is it saves money, uh, everyone in the process, money to consumer. We're, we're, we're as close as the consumer could possibly get to the manufacturer, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a product where we could make it better than all the name-brand products out there, and we could land it into the consumer and really save them a lot of money and have a far better product. It's a very impressive product. Uh, also on the WeShipFloors.com website, I noticed that one of the reasons to have stores is so people can see product, but you took the unprecedented step 
of if you see a product on We Ship Floors, you actually will mail samples of that product to the recipient so they can actually touch it and feel it and hold it up against the rest of their belongings and make sure it's just right before placing the order. Right. So, like, if you want some of the Supercore product, we, we ship tons of samples every day. It's a challenge for us because we're not in all, you know, these thousands of retail stores out there. It's just the consumer and us, and so we send out uh, small samples initially, and then if the consumer needs something larger, if we need to sell them a single box and split it up numerous uh, with numerous different colors inside the box, we do that. We do whatever we've got to do to make it easier for the customer to make their decision. Well, it's a really amazing product. I've never seen a floor that is this tough as demonstrated by your very simple but uh, very effective test. By the way, there's a video on WeShipFloors.com of uh, Alan actually doing that test. You ought to take a look at it. It's pretty amazing. I think it's got over 50,000 views. And I imagine you probably made some of those composite flooring companies uh, unhappy with the, all the beating up of their product that you were doing in that video. <laughs> well, we, we've lost a couple of major manufacturers because of it, Tom, which... Yeah. It hurts, believe me, it hurts, but but our product is just so much better, and they tried to force me to take the videos down, and I, I just wouldn't do it because the public needs to know there's something better out there. So, Alan, usually when you purchase any sort of a flooring product, you've got to put it in the space, let it adjust to that climate of the room, the humidity, et cetera. Do you have to do the same here? So it's one of the great things about Supercore. Because it is extremely dimensionally stable, it requires no acclimation to put it in your home. And also, uh, along with that, we warranty it from negative 30 to 155 degrees. So it doesn't move around hardly at all. So you could go into a project, essentially, uh, new construction, even before the uh, HVAC is turned off. And there's not many things out there you can do that with. We're talking to Alan Ward, the CEO of WeShipFloors.com, about a brand-new product called Supercore which is an incredibly durable flooring product that's new to the market. Alan is the exclusive distributor now for a couple of years. And, Alan, I wanted to ask you, we're talking about how sort of stiff these boards are and how durable and heavy they are. When you want to, the, the, the rubber hits the road when you want to go from one room to the next, right, flow from one room to the next. Normally you have to have a break. You have to have some sort of a saddle or expansion joint there. With Supercore, because it doesn't have that same movement, that you would have with a, a wood composite or the vinyl wood composites. Can you go straight through the doorways and just keep on rolling? Correct. With a quarter-inch expansion, your your run could be 50 feet. If you did a three-eighths three expansion around the perimeter of the room, you could do a 100-foot run. So what that means is you could go from one room to the next and not have any kind of uh, uh, transition moldings whatsoever. You just have to have an expansion joint around the room, but you could flow right through the doorways, right through large rooms, small rooms, hallways, radiate out to the right and left to catch your bedrooms and not use any type of molding whatsoever. And Leslie, that really opens up the design possibilities, doesn't it? I mean, it really does. You're not limited by the definitions of the space, so that's fantastic. Right, and back to like the old flooring, the click-lock vinyl floors, you would have to break every room up, and you, your maximum run typically would be about 25 feet. Even if you had a big room, you would have to run a piece of molding right through the middle of the room to break the room up so that vinyl can move around. The website is WeShipFloors.com. The product is called SuperCore. Check it out at WeShipFloors.com. Alan Ward, CEO and flooring expert. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pin, Alan. Thanks for having me, Tom. 
Well, here's a thought that's scary but true. As temperatures rise, so does the number of children who get injured or even killed in summertime accidents. We're going to share some tips on keeping your kids and teens from summer dangers. And we want to take your calls to 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You can find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online all for free. We'll be back with more of your calls after this. The Money Pit is presented by Bonite. Looking for an all-natural, effective insect control product for use on vegetables, flowers, trees, and shrubs? Get Bonite's Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew. Bonite, made in America and available at a retailer near you. Or visit Bonite.com. Live in a Money Pit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to hear from you right now. Pick up the phone, give us a call with your home improvement question, or post your question online to moneypit.com, presented by homeadvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched with top-rated pros, read reviews, get quotes, and book appointments, all for free at homeadvisor.com. All right, Jim in Tennessee, you've got the money pit. How can we help you? I have a uh, question about cleaning a driveway. It's probably sitting there for 20 years. The house is about 20 years old. I don't know that it's ever been cleaned. So the dirt has just ground in. I have pressure washed one section of it, about 12 by 14 section. It took me almost two hours to get it clean. My question is, is there any kind of pretreatment that I can put on that driveway that will make the pressure washing um, more efficient. Yeah, there are products that are designed specifically for cleaning concrete. For example, QuickCrete has a product called Cleaner, Etcher, and Degreaser. And it's available in one-gallon and five-gallon jugs. I think it covers about 200 square feet per gallon. And you apply that onto the concrete, you brush it in, you let it sit, and it'll start to really loosen up all of that deep grime. And then you could pressure wash after that, and it will hopefully make it a lot easier project. If you just um, Google Quick Crete Cleaner, you'll probably find it. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you very much. That helps a bunch. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, school might already be out for summer where you live, but before you and your family dive headfirst into all the fun, you want to listen to a very startling statistic. A whopping 45% of deaths among children ages 10 to 14 occur during the summer months. Yeah, you know, that's right. Sun, surf, and sand make summer the most dangerous season for kids and teens. And when it comes to keeping them safe, you've got to start with the most obvious place – 
water. Now, whether kids live there or not, any home with a pool should have multiple layers of protective devices. Fences, door alarms, pool alarms, pool covers, they're all somewhat effective in preventing emergencies, but are far more effective when they're used in combination with one another. And from hanging out on decks and patios to keeping windows open for fresh air, it's no surprise that more falls from high places happen in the summer than any other time of the year. So remember, gravity sucks. Yeah, to keep kids safe, you've got to install window guards on windows higher than the first floor. And here's a tip. Even in my own home, I still use this, and my boys are 11 and 6. I still have that stair gate at the top of the steps because, number one, our first step is a little tricky, and if you're not paying attention, it's right there. And second, these boys are constantly wrestling and smacking and climbing and hitting and rolling and all the things boys do. And any minute, they can just fall down those steps. So don't think it's silly. Keep that stair gate there as long as you can. It just keeps everybody safe. We kept the uh, cabinet locks on the kitchen cabinets till the kids were about like 16. And they're like, Dad. Yeah, seriously. And they know the work around the cabinet at that time. (laughs) I still have them. (laughs) I was just being lazy. I'm like, I've taught you how to use a screwdriver. You take them off. (laughs) Still ahead, are you building a backyard playset or deck? Well, the type of wood that you use can make sure that your surfaces are safe for kids and can stand up to the test of time. We'll give you the best options next. You live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix in the red bag. Make your next outdoor concrete project quick and easy. Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor. They really have the best local pros for any home service. That's right. doesn't matter what that project is. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated pros. And there are no membership fees. It's 100% free to use HomeAdvisor.com. You can always post your questions at moneypit.com in the community section, just like Sid did. Now, Sid writes, I have water leaking from my chimney through the flue and into the basement. This has happened twice. Both times were heavy wind and heavy rain. Any idea what's causing this and is there a possible solution? Uh, You know, first of all, you need to check the physical sources of water getting in Sid. So that would be the flashing around the chimney itself. A lot of times we find that roofers today don't have the same technical abilities that those did years ago and they tend to use a lot of sealants rather than simply build flashing out of aluminum or copper pieces that can be very very permanent so you want to check the seal where the chimney comes through the roof now another thing to check is the very top of the chimney there's going to be concrete between the flue and the outside edge of the brick that we call the chimney cap or the chimney crown sometimes and very often it will get cracks in it if you find cracks in there they need to be sealed And finally, speaking of sealing, you can also consider applying a masonry sealer to the exterior of the chimney. The masonry sealers today are vapor permeable, which means the vapor or the moisture can evaporate out, but it won't let like huge amounts of water get in. And that protects the chimney from freezing and breaking off sort of pieces of the brick if it starts to sort of uh, get cold and freeze and expand. But those are the three things that you can do to try to figure out why this chimney is leaking and stop it from happening again. 
Now, would a chimney cap help at all? I mean, I have a chimney cap, but that's just to keep squirrels. Well, it does. I mean, I guess it's it's sort of like an umbrella, right? Sort of like an umbrella for the top top of your flu. And yeah, I don't think that's a bad thing to do. You know, I think that that will certainly divert some of the water. But I mean, it's usually those three things, usually the flashing or the chimney crown or the masonry itself that is leaking that water in. And if you take steps to seal all three, then it's definitely going to be drier. Yeah, so so this is definitely like a do-it-once, do-it-right kind of thing, and then you'll be happy. Well, if you've got the space for it, a play set or a deck is a great addition to your backyard. But if you're going to build one yourself, you need to make sure you use the right type of wood. Leslie has the details in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, it's really important because these items, whether they're the play set or the deck... You want to build them once, and you want them to last a long time. You don't want to build them and then rebuild them and then do it all over again. So you've got to use a sturdy wood that's resistant to decay and to pests because both can wreak a lot of havoc on anything that you build out of that lumber. But you want to be cautious in the lumber that you choose because chemicals in treated wood can leach out, and you don't want to expose your kids to that possibility either. So for decks and playground equipment, a better option to consider is reclaimed cedar or redwood as both of those options are natural and they're naturally resistant to fungus and insects. Now you can even opt for recycled plastic lumber, which is great for the environment because you're not cutting down any new trees, but you still get that sturdy, durable product that you want. Now for a playground surface, wood chips are a very good and natural choice But one product that I would stay away from now is playground surfaces that are made from recycled tires. Now, that rubber was designed to contact with the road and not your kids. And there's a lot of concerns about any chemicals that might be in that rubber and then being released. So I'd say skip that. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry. Good advice. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, we're going to talk about the one product that protects your house from everything else. It's the siding. It needs to be super durable and easy to maintain. So we'll have some tips on how to make the best choices on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a Money Pit.